Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. May have heard some of the horrendous voice messages circulating on the social media from rioters calling their mates into town on Thursday and demanding that they kill immigrants. The original post was on the messaging channel Telegram. On top of that, the owner of X or Twitter, Elon Musk, waded into the chaos and fear over the weekend, saying that the Taoiseach hated Irish people. It all points to a huge role played by social media and technology in spreading disinformation and being difficult to tame. Mike Harris is the partner for Forensics and Cyber at Grant Thornton and is on the line. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Is it fair to say, Mike, that without social media and messaging services, the riots would not have been as swift as they were? Um, it's difficult to say, but certainly social media and, you know, these apps like Telegram certainly facilitate that communication in real time. Mm. And what could the platforms have done? Um, I, I think it's a it's it's a combination of things. It's 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 the platform's understanding that posts have been made and reacting to them and potentially removing them quite quickly. Mm. I think it's all about speed. Yes. So in, if they decided to, they could shut down anything related to Dublin riots. You know, and and um, what was the phrase that was trending? Kind of um, Ireland is full. Um, so certainly that capability exists and I think the challenge for a lot of these these companies is to do it in an automated way because it's all about speed. You know, typically if you if you require somebody to review the content and decide whether or not it's um it's it's potentially inappropriate, that slows the process down. And one of the things that social media allows is that quick communication. So it would ha- it would have to be automated and in many cases is automated. Well, so but but they could in theory decide to shut down or not spread anything with the hashtag Ireland is full. Um, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Now, it appears as if the really nasty anti-immigrant stuff was shared on the messaging channel Telegram. Tell us first what Telegram is. Telegram uh, fundamentally is, is is a chat app. So that allows individuals to communicate with each other. But it also has the capability to provide groups and channels. So groups are basically uh, many to many. So lots of people can post and everybody can see it. But they also have channels where there's small numbers of individuals who can post and large numbers of people can see the posts. So that ultimately allows that communication. I think there's a perception that Telegram is, is anonymous so that it protects the individuals who are involved in that communication. It's more difficult to find out who they are. Now, is it is it accurate to suggest that the Telegram, because they're based in Dubai, is beyond the reach of the media regulator in Ireland, the Commission Naman? Um, I, I don't think. I, I think. That, I think there's elements of that. I think um, Telegram, you know, under the, the the European regulation, which is the Digital Services Act, mm. hasn't been um, designated as a you know very large scale online platform. A bit of that is to do with ultimately it's a chat platform, but certainly the groups and channels pieces of it um, would fall under that regulation. However, it's it's not large enough to be in the first wave. It will be in the second wave, and in fairness, as part of that, um, Telegram are obliged to have a legal. Rep- representative within the European Union, even if they're not themselves based in the European Union. But certainly um, Telegram used the fact that they're not based in a, in a location in order to make it more difficult um, for governments to, to deal with the content on their on their systems. Now, I contacted the Commission Naman, which is only set up at the start of this year, um, about the role of social media messaging services. And they sent me the following statement. Under the EU's country of origin principle, online services are regulated in the member state where they have their European headquarters. 
From next February, when the EU Digital Services Act becomes fully applicable, online services without an EU presence will need to designate a legal representative in one of the member states where their service is available, which is which is basically what you've suggested. But it yeah. is a challenge for uh, regulators, not just in Ireland, but throughout uh, the European Union. No, absolutely. Absolutely. The fact that they're not based in the European Union, the fact that they may not take content moderation as seriously as other um, social media companies. And that's the, that's the reason that people use it for exactly what happened last week. And can they be blocked? Can they be switched off? In, in absolutely, Europe. absolutely. And the DSA does provide the capability, you know, the, the, the legal basis in order to shut some of these systems off. Although that can be challenging from a technical perspective on the Internet, where, the, where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, I suppose so. Yeah. And you could always use the dark web, I suppose, to, to, um, to hide where you're based. Um, you can absolutely hide where, where you're based from a from a technical perspective, but I think you know you need to have the ability for a large number of people to use it in order for it to be useful to those people as well. So there's a balance. Okay. Now I also mentioned that Elon Musk waded into this very hot environment over the weekend. No, absolutely. And again, you know, not necessarily as social media related in terms of people understanding that, but like, you know, I think there's there's certainly differences of philosophy in individuals, you know, with, with, with social media companies about what constitutes free speech. Right. And he, he said that the Taoiseach hated Ireland uh, and he has one of the biggest platforms of all. He literally owns X. Uh, is there anything that the government could do for, I don't know, against Mr. Musk and that tweet? Well, I think it's all about regulating social media companies and making sure that they comply with the uh, the requirements of the of the the, the digital service acts. So that's fundamentally the instrument governments have. Right. And do you get a sense that the the riots and the quickly the spreading of of such messages might force the government to take even further acts than the digital services act might allow? Um, I, I think certainly there's increased intention and in fairness to the government, um, there's a um, anti-disinformation strategy being developed at the moment. And I think that's due to be published um, in the next month or two. Mm. And just to stress, the disinformation is the, is the deliberate spreading of information which is, which is inaccurate for either monetary or political gain. Uh, and, and it is becoming a problem, uh, spreading lies. For example, the people were, were, were saying where the, the knife attacker was from on Thursday and that often provoked the many of the riots. No, absolutely. People publishing information um, on social media because it's disseminated so quickly, something that's factually incorrect can very, very quickly spread. And that's why regulations like the Digital Service Act are incredibly important for governments yeah, indeed, and for society. And uh, of course, it's coming into force in a much wider way in February next year. So we'll, I'm sure, have you back on the programme to discuss that then. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. That's Mike Harris, the partner for Forensics and Cyber at Grant Thornton. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.